You have big dreams and aspirations? You just hit your wagon to Jesus Christ. You can't imagine the adventure that he will take you on. You know, they say there's no substitute for experience, and that's true. But there's also no substitute for youthful creativity. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Well, today is a special time when we honor all of those who are graduating. But I'm going to take just a moment and give the graduates their last grades for this year. And you'll be glad to know you're all getting straight A's. And here they are. The first A is for adversity. You see, you don't even graduate without overcoming some adversity. But it's important for you to realize that you haven't graduated from adversity. As you enter into the next phase of your life, you can count on running into some more of it. You will find adversity in the pursuit of higher education, your first years on the job, and in the developing of new and important relationships in your life. It's really important that when you encounter adversity that you remember that you are not alone in your trials. You have the assurance that God is with you. The Lord said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Adversity and how you deal with it is actually very important to your development as a person as well as a Christian. There's an old saying that says, adversity is the diamond dust that heaven polishes its jewels with. What that means is that it's through adversity that we develop perseverance. And perseverance is an essential quality for a Christian. The word says this, consider it pure joy, my brothers, Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish the work so that you may be mature and complete and lacking nothing. So we know adversity will come, but we also know God is with us and will see us through it. Okay, the second A you get is for attitude. Now, many times, shortly after graduation, things get complicated quickly. So one of the greatest assets you can have is a positive attitude. When things get complicated, it's easy for us to get discouraged and let our disappointment show outwardly by assigning blame to someone or something. But we have to resist the urge to do that because it's habit-forming and it's destructive. As graduates, your life is all ahead of you. Your prospects are endless. There's so much to be positive about, and you are on a quest to find the purpose God intended for you. And it's all good, including the journey to get there. So in all things, always strive for an A in attitude. And the last A that you're gonna get today 
is for aspirations. Now, aspirations are dreams with subtitles, really. When you're a child, you dream of being a ball player or an astronaut, but the dream isn't all that defined. But as you reach this stage in your life, you can aspire to reach those things you dreamed about. You can have the confidence that you can indeed accomplish that thing that's burning inside you. The most important thing you can do is put your hopes and aspirations in the Lord. The Word says, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. What a promise. You have big dreams and aspirations. You just hit your wagon to Jesus Christ. You can't imagine the adventure that he will take you on. You know, they say there's no substitute for experience, and that's true. But there's also no substitute for youthful creativity. The great writer Pearl Buck once said, The young don't know enough to be prudent, and therefore they attempt the impossible, and they achieve it generation after generation. And that's so true. Graduate, this is your time. Sitting right here are young men and women with the potential to be doctors who find cures, lawyers who change laws, missionaries who save nations for Christ. Don't let anyone try to limit your potential. But more importantly, don't let anyone or anything come between you and your relationship with Jesus Christ. And I promise you, you'll keep getting straight A's. Have you ever made a really bad decision? We all have made mistakes, but thankfully, they are not the end of our story. Coming up next, learn how to avoid bad decisions in the future. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk a minute about making good decisions. And to do that, I first have to tell you about a bad decision that I once made. When I was a boy of 13, I played football. We had a pretty good team, and in the last game of the season... We were marching down the field with just a few minutes left in the game. Now, I was the quarterback, and because we had a two-touchdown lead, the coach called timeout, called me over, and said, Bollinger, just keep the ball on the ground and run the clock out. I said, sure thing, coach, and I went back to the huddle. 
And when I went to call the play, our wide receiver, a boy named Chucky, yeah, his name was Chucky, he said, look, Bobby, this is the last play of the season, and because of my age, this is the last play I'll ever have on this team. It's my last chance to make a touchdown. you got to throw me a pass, please. So I looked over at the coach on the sideline. I looked back at Chucky. I looked back over the coach at the sideline, and I'm starting to get this look from the coach. I looked back at Chucky. He's saying, please. I then called a pass play into the end zone. When I took the snap from center, I immediately was facing this blitz of rusher. So I turned and I was running for my life. And right before I was hit and made a mangled mess, I heaved the ball to the very corner of the end zone where Chucky was supposed to be. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw this little defensive back for the other team jump up and intercept the pass and begin to run in the other direction. All I could think of at that time was, uh uh-oh. I managed to jump up and go after him. I had to stop this disaster in the making. I had one shot at him at the 50-yard line, but when I dived to tackle him, not only did I miss him, but he stepped on my hand and he broke my thumb. And he just kept running and scored a 109-yard touchdown. Later, I learned it was the longest touchdown on record in the state. So I told you that painful story so that we could just agree that I made a bad decision. And is it any wonder? I mean, first, I undermined my authority. Then I took an unnecessary risk. And then I had to live with the humiliation and the consequences of my actions, my broken thumb being one of them. But the thing is, my decision never had a chance for glory because I made it for all the wrong reasons. You know, the Word of God is full of stories of people who made bad decisions like me. Let's take Jonah, for instance. The Lord gave Jonah a mission. Go to Nineveh and preach to those heathens over there. But it didn't make sense to Jonah to go to Nineveh. That was a bad and dangerous place. So instead of going to Nineveh, he takes a cruise. But God wasn't through with Jonah just yet. How many know that our bad decisions don't alter what God intends to do? The Word says, My purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. Well, you know the rest of the story. Jonah's ship wrecks. He gets swallowed by a fish. I figure just about the time Jonah sees the teeth of that whale is when he said, "Uh uh-oh. You see, when Jonah decided on his own not to go to Nineveh, his decision never had a chance for glory. Well, thankfully for Jonah and for us, our bad decisions don't have to be the end of us. They can bring us to a place of repentance and restoration because of the amazing grace of God. And he can use the circumstances that we get ourselves into 
to teach us, to grow us, and for us to learn to trust him. Every important decision either has the chance for glory or it doesn't. When we make them impulsively or selfishly or to satisfy our lust or for our ego, those decisions never have a chance. It's kind of like when King David decided that he had to have this girl Bathsheba. I can tell you that decision never had a chance for glory. But when we pray for wisdom and that the outcome that we seek in our decision could only bring honor and integrity to the situation, then the decision always has a chance for glory. Not our glory, but God's. So listen, we're, we're all going to make some bad decisions. But God is faithful. And the word says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make your way straight. He will make your way straight. That means he knows our way needs straightening. Our way is not straight. And our own decision making is one of the reasons that our way gets crooked. But if when we make decisions, we give them a chance for glory. Then we'll begin to understand the passage of the scripture in Isaiah. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. Amen. God loves us just the way we are, but he loves us too much to let us stay the same. Join Bobby to hear how the tests and trials in life are there to strengthen our faith. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second generation Slide King flashlight, then I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on The Bright Side. I want you to say this verse with me. Let's go. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And, of course, in the King James Version, it uses mercy instead of love. And, uh, and I want to talk about this for a moment. How many recognize where this verse comes from? 
Of course. It's the 23rd Psalm. It's the one that starts with, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, this verse is the last verse of that passage in Psalms. Well, it so happens that I've become obsessed with this verse of Scripture this week. And have you ever had that happen to you? Whenever uh, something gets in your head and you just can't get it out? It's like a catchy jingle in a commercial that just won't go away. Well, that's been Psalm 23.6 for me this week. I, I've been accused of having an, an obsessive personality at times. I, I'd like to think that uh, I'm not as much anymore at this stage of my life, but I have to believe that if you're going to be obsessive about something, it's, uh, it's probably best to be obsessive about the Word of God. Uh, do you agree with that? Well, good. I was getting worried about myself. Okay. Well, anyway, while reading the Word recently, this verse just stopped me and just became an endless fountain of faith and inspiration. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And just so you know, Shirley is not a woman named Shirley. Shirley, in this case, means it's not maybe or perhaps goodness and mercy follows us. But surely, definitely, goodness and mercy follow us. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. One of the revelations I had with um, Psalms 23 this week was that we don't have to chase after God's goodness and mercy. You know why? Because it says God's goodness and mercy follows us. It pursues us. As we follow Jesus, the Good Shepherd, and He leads us, then His goodness and mercy are like the rear guard. They're like the the trained, experienced uh, sheepdogs. They're ready to pull up at any moment we find ourselves in need of these attributes of the Lord. Well, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. As long as I have breath and breathe, not one day will I have to worry about being without God's goodness and mercy. Now, some of you are thinking by now, you know, man, he, he really is obsessed with that scripture. Let me explain something to you. God's goodness is getting things we don't deserve. And God's mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Can you see what an amazing promise this is? Surely goodness, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just, you need to take all your theological positions, all your religious preferences, and just put them aside and say, I'm going to stand on this word today. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life, good or bad. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I'm sick and I'm worried about that doctor's report, surely goodness 
and mercy shall follow me. When I've lost my job, I don't know how we're going to make it. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. And when I'm blessed with good fortune, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. When our grandson is dedicated to the Lord, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Listen. Two things I want you to think about today. The first one is this. The Word of God is the place to go for direction and answers and inspiration in your life. What this verse of Scripture has done for me this week, I can't explain it, but it's a good example. Psalms 23, 6 is my battle cry today. It's my new mission statement. That's what the Lord gave me to strengthen my faith and draw me near this week. And I know he has something powerful for you that he wants to share with you if you'll just open the book and look for it. And the second thing is this. You know, God loves us just the way we are. But he loves us too much to let us stay just the way we are. And that's why our journey is full of all these tests and trials and twists and turns. They're there to teach us. They're there to train us. They're there to strengthen our faith. And that's why it's so amazing to know that in any situation, no matter what comes, God's goodness and mercy is always there. Surely goodness And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484.